You are now tuning in Two Studs in a Pod with your host Blaze and Meech, a podcast with a novel perspective on life from a couple of super terrific uber dykes, but you can call it studs. Let's get to it. Meech, drop that beat. Nonsense of the stud kind, one episode at a time. Ah, you already know how we do this. What's really good, Meech? Man, right now I'm a little pissed off with uh, Optimum because my <laughs> internet has been shitty for like a week now. But, um, you know, other than that, let's flip the script. We went to our first Pride Parade this weekend, me and wifey and her friends, which was really cool. It was a small one, so it was, um, you know, we felt safe going there. But nobody had on masks. Everybody was looking at us like we were crazy because the four of us had our masks on. And then I felt like, damn, I'm not like a, you know, like a crazy person, but I just don't feel comfortable not wearing my mask yet. There's a lot of people. So, but it was fun. It was cool. I finally got to hear like my Lady Gaga song at Pride and see all the drag queens dance to it. (laughs) (laughs) They were playing Rain on Me and then they were like throwing glitter and confetti. I was stepping back from the glitter because yeah, that does not come out for weeks. But the confetti was cool. You telling me? Don't you remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, So that was fun. Um, I've just been working on some things. I'm trying to finish this. this submission that I'm doing for that um, Simon and Schuster contest. So I'm on like the last bit of editing and I have to write like a personal essay about why, you know, why this book is relevant. So trying to submit that by the end of the week. Cause I think the last day is like next Monday or Tuesday, but I want to get it done. So just been having my head, you know, in the books, literally. What you been up to? Um, I have been mulching and mulching. <laughs> it's a mulch madness has happened. Once oh again. man! Yes. So um, it was time. It was time. Um, I like so. I don't know how many bags bags of mulch. I know I got forty. There's a certain type of mulch that I wanted. That I've been wanting, and this is. This is how you know you're really a grown up. You're excited about mulch <laughs> and rain, but um, it's a certain type of mulch that I wanted for uh, my front yard because I had to use it in my in my backyard, and I needed to like replace it in some places back there. So I've been trying to find it for weeks, and um, I couldn't find like they didn't have it locally. They didn't have it within a hundred miles. And I prefer yeah. Lowe's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I prefer I prefer to shop at Lowe's, you know what I'm saying? So they didn't have it at yeah. Lowe's. But uh I discovered they had some at dun 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 Home Depot. So oh, I was like, no. oh no. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to sell out because I need this fucking mulch. And I went yeah. there one day and I was like, I bought forty bags of this shit loaded in the back of my Damn. truck. It was almost too much 
like for the truck. Because I had, you know, I had already had like more. I had already had some other shit. Like you know, I'm doing the lawn. I'm trying to make my lawn yeah. be the best lawn on the block. You know what I'm saying? Fuck mm-hmm. these motherfuckers. My lawn's gonna be the best one in this on this cul-de-sac. Okay, so <laughs> you ain't um, yelling at the neighbors for nothing. Yo, for real. You know what I'm saying? Keep your kids off my lawn, okay? I'm that grumpy old man. So yeah, mulch man. Home Depot had it. And I was tight because when I walked inside I seen Buddy had a whole cart full of this mulch and I was like, no. Nah. Oh no. I was Put like, that oh, you tell me I was late. I, yo, for real. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to jump this dude in the parking lot for the mulch, but uh, they had it, so yeah, I busted my ass this weekend to beautif- beautifying my uh, my home with the mulch and stuff. So I've been slinging grown up things. Yeah, yeah, been <laughs> slinging the mulch. Uh, I'm too tired to sling other things. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get it started, let's get it popping. And pass out these flowers to a known or not so well-known member of the black and brown LGBTQ plus community that has made moves or is making moves that make us feel seen. We call it Pop and Pete. Part of the fight before the pride, even though her name she had to hide, this week we're honored to pop one for Ernestine Eckstein. A gay rights activist known by a pseudonym, Ernestine raise her voice and exercise her right to be heard as a lesbian, even in a time when people of color were struggling to be respected as whole humans. A self-described social prophet, Ernestine protested and demonstrated her way into infamy and is credited as being one of the pioneers of the lesbian and gay rights movement that began in the 60s. In 1965, she took her fight all the way to the White House, where she helped lead a protest for LGBT equality and did so as the only person of color proudly bearing a sign that read, Denial of equality or opportunity is immoral. Though she was well-educated, the term gay was not part of her vocabulary, having grown up in Indiana back in the 60s, I guess. It was (laughs) not until her move to the big city of New York and a conversation with a gay male friend that the feeling she had held within began to make sense to her. It was this moment that sparked her move towards activism and dedication to equality for all gay and lesbians. She eventually will go on to lead the New York chapter of the Daughters of Bilitis, the first lesbian civil and political rights organization. She truly believes that we are stronger together and is quoted as saying, I would like to see in the homophile movement more people who can think. And I don't believe we ought to look at their titles or at their sexual orientation. Movement should be intended, I feel, to erase labels whether black or white or homosexual or heterosexual. Even though little is known about Ernestine Eckstein, what we do know is that she was a powerful personality, activist, and leader, and her lasting legacy is proof that Ernestine Eckstein was popping. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that was... Totally I never heard of her. Me neither. And uh, yeah. yeah, I was obviously doing research and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very interesting to find out, like the, to see the pictures. They don't really know, um, like a lot, a lot about her. They just have a few um, interviews that they have to go off of, and like pictures, a couple pictures of her. Mm. So, like if you Google her, that'll come up. Um, 
she used a fake name so that she wouldn't be um, outed as easily, even though there are, I think that's probably why there aren't that many pictures of her. Um, right. But, uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool to uh, learn about Ernestine. Yeah. I, w- I want to see what pictures they do have. I wonder if she's in, in uh, so I, I saw like a couple of pride books and stuff. I wonder if she's in those too. I'm going to have to check it out. I'll get back to y'all when we do that. Alrighty. So let's get into it. So obviously it's pride month. And as we know, if you scroll through any online, anything, social media, internet, anything, every corporation has pretty much changed their logo, sports teams even, to some kind of rainbow something. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we were talking, and I know that I've said this before, but I just feel like it's a little bit too much. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's hard to feel like it's genuine when it feels yes. like it's just a money grab, right? Or is it just No, I I do feel like it's a money grab. Um, There are some, I guess, maybe some companies that have been rocking with us for a minute, but I feel like now every company is just doing it just to make money. Right. Because just for this month, it's not like... Right. They carry these things all year round. Right. Or whatever it is that they're selling. Or just even like show support like that. Showing love, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to do it in June. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to do it in June, but what about, like, October? (laughs) Right. Like, everybody's inclusive right now, but what about your employees or, you know, like, when they're facing discrimination, are you there to support them, too? Exactly. You know? Especially, like, what about November and December when people, you know, are gathering with family and... right doing things of that nature where's that where's that rainbow flag we got right. y'all then you know what i'm saying like my money's not good mm-hmm. and only good in june <laughs> my money's not good in october and november yeah that's it's wild and you know corp- i feel like you know corporate america is taken away from the lgbtq plus people companies you know that we have amongst us mm-hmm. you know they're mm-hmm. taking taken away from the little people because there are some of us that are struggling because, you know, we couldn't get jobs in corporate America or, mm-hmm. you know, just because we're trying to build our own brands. So it's easier for somebody to order something from, you know, Amazon or Target and get it or, you know, just go to the store and get it or whatever retail store it is or get it next day shipping. But, you know, if you have a small, small store that's struggling and they're trying to feed their families and they are in the community, you know, it makes it harder to find those people. And those are the ones that I feel like we should really be supporting. Yeah, I think that's true of all aspects, too. Like, support the little guy as much as possible. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think probably because growing up, it wasn't always like, like it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. That I think an oversaturation, like, commercials now oh, yeah. are... are always showing like <laughs> like I feel like it's forced I don't just don't feel like it's it's genuine, genuine. 
Mm-hmm. And that makes it, um, I don't know, that just rubs me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it hurts me to think that that's, that's what it is. Because I don't think, like, I try to think of Black History Month. Do they change, does every, is everybody changing their logo to red, black and green? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Right, like, yeah. Power fist, like I don't, I don't think so. But as soon as Pride Month comes along, now everybody has everybody's rainbow, rainbow. Yeah. yeah, rainbowifying everything. Yes. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, there is, I mean, there is some good, I guess, because there's more recognition. Like this weekend when we went to the Pride, I saw a lot more like people that I wouldn't have considered like a lot more parents and allies out. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's helping them become aware and they just don't know, you know, like they think it's like may, or maybe they, they wouldn't have otherwise found like the prides or the small businesses or something like that. So maybe it's bringing awareness to the people who aren't familiar with the pride events and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's just, maybe my opinion from what I saw this weekend because I had never seen um, so many. It was like a lot of like younger kids out with like their parents and stuff like that. And I, I know like a few of us had that when we were growing up, but not a lot of us, you know, a lot of people were rejected and stuff. So maybe now that it's becoming mainstream, parents are feeling like, you know, their child isn't singled out so much. And maybe they're not, as embarrassed or willing to kick their kids out. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm used to like like the prize where they give all that swag stuff, right? Like we walk around mm-hmm. and get the bags with all the stuff. And like those kind of companies have always kind of been there and yeah. had some kind of representation because they right. even were there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's June, but that's when those things Mm-hmm. happen so I can ex- I expect that but you don't just see um, like even Target as gay as they are right. <laughs> you don't just see them in October having all the um, or I don't know why I don't know why October is the <laughs> is the month but <laughs> as soon as July rolls around August you know what I'm saying it's, it's not like they still have a rainbow flag hidden somewhere in their right. online store. You know, it's on clearance and <laughs> ready to mm-hmm. go. So yeah, but they, they kinda I guess they kinda treat it like a holiday, like Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? Because you can't find those things. Yeah, but me being either, gay, but it's, not a, it's not a exactly. holiday. That's what I'm saying. Like so they treat it like that. Like they don't know. Or they're just being ignorant to it, I guess. I guess. I mean I feel it's like I can't like, it's cool to be gay in June, right? But mm-hmm. what about the yeah, other but, 11 months? Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, that over-corporatization also seems to, like, I don't know, like, alienate, like, a certain group of us, especially, you know? Mm-hmm that don't um that would rather shop small or don't have the same mm-hmm. kind of uh, 
ideas about being gay in June only. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I think also the over-corporatization, as you called it, of it, yeah. it still doesn't include us. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Yes. Yes. And yeah. it's not like it just goes. It just goes to show, like how much we are. It's still not even a proper representation, and how far off they are. Still, you know what I mean. Yeah, because even what we do see in the commercials. Yeah, you're saying like I don't see me. I don't see me mm-hmm. in those commercials. Like I see you've got two women doing a thing that yeah. look like. Me could be together but one of them definitely right. doesn't look like me yeah. no and i mean i don't know what's the percentage of that in real life like versus it being what the image that they keep portraying on yeah tv i mean even if it is a small percentage of us like we still exist like you know yes That's very at the true. end of the day like we could be the minority, but we still exist. And come to think of it, I think I was the only stud at this pride that, or, or, you know, masculine presenting black female at this pride that I went to. Well, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the town, it kind of was expected, but I did see other black lesbians, but none that really looked like me. And I was just like, repping for us out there and you know i had my air max 90s on i had a uh, uh, butch chicks <laughs> yo where'd you get those sneakers from those are hot <laughs> really oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the crowd that was the vibes but yeah i mean it was just me so this week weekend um like i was telling you we were hanging out we went to pride with uh wifey's friends and um her homegirl dyed my hair because I wanted to be extra gay for pride. <laughs> so I put some pride colors in it. And um, she was she has an undercut, but she's a feminine girl. And we ended up talking about going to the barbershop. And she was like, she's been turned away and been told that they won't cut her hair. And people have been nasty to her. And I was like, what? Like, I never thought that, you know a female like or a feminine looking girl would be turned away from a barbershop. Right. And I was like, damn, like I feel like as studs we have more you know, like I always thought about it from our perspective. Like, uh-huh. you know, maybe they would they'd give us the cut but they weren't friendly to us or you know, right. they'd be looking they'd at us like Yeah. Um so, you know, she doesn't get the lineup and she doesn't do her sideburns or anything. She just has the undercut in the back of her hair. And she was told, like, no, we don't do that. We can't cut your hair, hair. And I think she said to, she went to, like, three different barbershops and was turned away. And I was like, yo, like, that's wild. That I, I never, I just thought it was us that they would do that to, you know? Yeah, that's weird to me. I never, um, I never would have thought that i mean to me like turning down money and for what right what like my old barber he he would cut um cut women's hair i mean obviously he cut my hair but you know he would cut like yeah like feminine yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know what i'm saying um 
Yeah, I mean, he shit. He used to do eyebrows for, and he was. Smart. Hey, that's okay. what I'm saying. I know barbers that do eyebrows too, but and then I don't know. Maybe it was the area where she was in because um, it's a little bit more country. It's not really like New York, you know, like the city, mm-hmm. Manhattan, like the diverse really over there. Mm-hmm. But still, like that that shit was wild to me. I don't know. I don't. Never thought about that. Never thought about femmes having issues in the barbershops if they went into them, you know? I wonder, like, does she give Lezzy vibes or what? Um, no, honestly, like, I think if you looked at her, you wouldn't know that she was Lezzy. Because I, I feel like straight women do that undercut in the back of their hair, too. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I know. So, I've known plenty of them. I mean, I went with. Nikki, Nikki, what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, right. yeah, I heard that. yeah, that's why I'm like, that's weird to me. Like, what kind of barbershop was she going to? That's weird. I know. Yeah. Speaking of barbershop, I still haven't found one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I'll be. I don't know that I'll be finding one, though. Mm-mm. I'm just going to let this thing do what it do. I need to. I'm going to go to my nephew's barber one of these days because I still need a haircut. Yeah, man. This is some crazy shit. This world. Did you hear about the dude who threw the baby at the at the cops when he ran out of ammo so then he threw I it saw, I saw something about it, but I didn't look into the story. What happened? He was All I know is he was like getting, he got into a shootout with the cops and Damn. Like luckily, when he threw the baby at the cop, the cop caught the baby. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! I can't imagine this baby cracks his skull on the sidewalk. Or yeah. Yes. It's just that's wild, bro. Yeah. How you gonna throw? Is was it his baby? Uh, I believe so. He's gonna yes. throw your baby at the cop. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Ty. Ty and Mimi broke up, apparently. Oh, for real? Yes. No, listen. Let me tell you something about my vibes. My vibes about people not being together anymore through their lack of interactions on social media. I -hmm. just started looking because I follow them both. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we follow them both as the podcast, not me personally. I think me personally, I follow Ty only, right? So I just Mm -hmm. noticed, like, her way of posting and what she was posting really changed. And then uh-huh. I'm like, hmm, something is, something ain't right here. Right? But never heard mm-hmm. anything. And then suddenly, now they got drama in the blogs and stuff about some chick in Mimi's house. I don't know, something about DMing and doing all that stuff. But Oh, wow. Yes. The funniest thing to me, though, was all the women in the comments talking about so you telling me Ty is single now? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Mess. Yo, hot in the pants, ass, motherfuckers. Okay, <laughs> but that's crazy. How we were just engaged, and you know that's um, that's an interesting thing that uh something happens. I guess I think when people get engaged, like. 
and they don't get married right away apparently then there's an, mm. an issue because i remember um when nikki and i got engaged obviously that's like all we've ever done but somebody told me they were like y'all gotta get married right away or, uh, or else blah 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 obviously that's not always the case but um it happens a lot like people get engaged and that's you know they're like breaking up because it's easier to break up when you're not married yeah but if you were going if you said yes right if you were at the right. point that it takes for a person to get to say does the person I'm be with for the rest of my life and this other person looks at you and said yes I agree we need to be together for the rest of my life and then two months later you're like you know what I really yeah. don't want to be here for the rest of my life like what happens but that's the same you never thing really happens. wanted to get married and, but then the same thing happens to people who have been together for years. People been people would have been together for like a whole decade, right? Mm-hmm. Or decades, right? Twenty years, twenty five years, thirty years, and well, maybe not that long, but a long time. And then they get married, and then they're like, "Fuck this shit! Like yeah. <laughs> this shit, is, this ain't all it's cracked up to be." And then they break up. Yeah. So what 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 ha- what happens like that's 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 something that like racks my brain. What happens? People change. Yeah, but because you signed a piece of paper, like you're still the same person. Now because we have the same last name, now we can't get along. That's crazy to me. I think, I think situations like that, either like one person is growing and evolving, and the other person is stagnant. If you know, if you've been together for all those years, or mm-hmm. you know, there were red flags from the beginning, and you're just tired of them. That's why I personally feel like couples should do counseling before they even get married, because if you have issues and you don't work through them, eventually, I feel like that shit is gonna blow up. And then, if you let it get that far. You're just you're not gonna want to work on it. You know what I mean? After what twenty? How long was uh Bill Gates in them? Well, I know I think that was infidelity or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but Billy, Billy was uh Billy was a help. Okay, he, he had like some girlfriends and shit, right? No, Billy was. <laughs> so a I'm saying pimp. like if if they had this conversation in the beginning, which I feel like is something they should have had, and like and discuss like, yo, I don't think that I'm a be able to be married to you for all these years, you know, and not have no side bitches, like, and maybe it's because, like, I'm just a different kind of person, but I feel like you should have those conversations, like, in the beginning, and just cut out all the bullshit, like, Like, why try to make it work? Because I feel like initially, he wasn't the richest man in the world, and then suddenly Mm. he became the richest man in the world at one point, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we're not all ever <laughs> well some of us maybe but not all of us are gonna be that rich well that's what i'm saying but when you become that rich that kind of money just makes you feel like you can't be like stop like i worked for i worked for a dude at one point who was like had money not bill gates kind of money but he had some yeah. definite fuck you money like he was good okay <laughs> and 
he, it was just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was just a crazy. Situation. But I think that you have to be that kind of person, because yeah, well, whoever thought that Bill fucking Gates was that kind yes. of person? Bill got <laughs> he hosed. Did. He <laughs> probably knew. He was he like, knew, oh, he was like, Yo, once I get this money, it's over for these hoes. No, he was you like, they I mean? think I'm this big nerd because everybody yeah. already thought he was. This, they think I'm this big nerd. He out here pulling hoes. Okay. Yep. Come on now. Once I heard that, I was like, what? He's out here right. Because they're like, oh, the family went to their island and everybody's agreeing with the mom and everything, right? And I'm like, well, nine times out of ten, people go agree with the mom. Yeah. What did, what did Bill do? And next thing you know, it came out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Billy is a pimp. Okay. Surprise. Like, I would have thought Bezos would have been more of the pimp than uh yeah. than Billy. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe an affair for Billy, but pimping like that, that boy crazy. Money boy, that's money. Because if he was still a little nerd, he would have been happy that somebody wanted to be with him. Yeah, oh, facts. Definitely. Let's get wild. <laughs> Uh, it's a wild world we live in. <laughs> Don't believe us. You obviously haven't spent any time on Billy's internet. What's even more scary are some of the questions we've come across from others seeking advice. But luckily for them, we're here to be their guides. This week's question is, when studs get horny, do they finger themselves or beat their strap? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> I can't speak for all studs because I don't think that they all do the same thing. That's right. Studs are not a monolith. Yes. But I don't know what beating a strap <laughs> would do for <laughs> anybody. <laughs> I don't think that that's an option. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. I mean, to each their own out here, but... <laughs> I feel like if you do beat your strap, please let us know. What? Like, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want to die wrong. I don't want to know. I don't, don't want to know. Let me no, know. I kind of do, because, like, what, like, what at pleasure does, like... At the home <laughs> Like, why would you do that? It just doesn't make sense. It's just not logical to me. So I need, I have questions. At the homie Meach. Make sure you turn right <laughs> That's fine. You can, you can send me a message because I would like to. Whoa, pause. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note we're going to end the show here follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two studs and a pod and on our individual pages on Instagram and Twitter for me it's at the homie meets on Instagram and at homie meets on Twitter oh lord and for myself it's at it's dot me dot blaze on Instagram and it's me blaze two on Twitter don't forget to check out our 
website at 2000apod.com where you can find our latest episodes and more. For our voyeur peeps, visit our YouTube channel for our animated version of our podcast every Thursday. You can catch us on podcast platforms everywhere, including iHeart and Apple Podcasts. Gratitude is always the attitude, so we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. At the home beach. No. Not me. Oh, man.